This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Life's what you make it, so let's make it rock. Life's what you make it, so come on, come on, come on, everybody now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's Life's What You Make It by Hannah Montana. The year is 2009. And, you know, we have been in 2009 pretty recently. And me and Tevi are always like, okay, how are we going to get in the mood for 2009? What are we going to talk about in 2009? And we thought, why not talk about what Miley Cyrus was doing in 2009? Well, 2008 to 2009 was a really big year for Miley. And since my guest today technically was a senior in high school from 2008 to 2009, I am just going to say, you know, a few facts of what Miley was up to. So I am going off of a list called Miley Cyrus's most talked about moments ever. The bangers era was dot, 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 interesting. This was written in uh, 2019 on a website called redbookmag.com. I don't know this site, but here we are. This is not a plug for the site. Again, I just Googled this. (laughs) So, the first thing. In 2008, Miley's computer was hacked and inappropriate photos were leaked. She was only 15 years old at the time. And this is when she, quote, started to shift away from her good girl Disney image. Around the same time, a hacker got into her email and MySpace and found and released photos of her posing, quote unquote, inappropriately with her then boyfriend, Thomas Sturgis. Okay? (laughs) Controversy. Wow. Like, true breach of privacy. Terrifying. Next, we have her topless Vanity Fair cover. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. That shook the world. Like, truly. Yeah. It was like the man on the moon. For me, it was. (laughs) I mean, it, it felt that way. Like, everyone was so taken aback by that. This was the man on the moon for millennial girls. It was. Like, I remember being in college and, like, seeing this at, like, the grocery store when I was buying, like, Diet Orange Crush or something. Yeah. No, the culture shifted. It was crazy. It really moved. Talk about moving the needle. Everyone in this fucking town. What's going to move the needle? This is going to... You know what needs to move the needle? Miley Miley Cyrus. in 2009. Exactly. (laughs) Miley moved the needle. Obviously, Annie Leibovitz lensed the iconic shoot. And they cite this, this writer on redbookmag.com. I love this website. I'm obsessed with this website. I'm actually a reader. (laughs) Claims that this remains the turning point in Cyrus's career. Mm. (laughs) Next, I didn't know that she ever did this, but according to, again, (laughs) redbookmag.com, Cyrus uh, was caught cyber bullying Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato. 
I, cool. I I don't I know that all three of these people have hardcore fans, so I don't want them to think I'm coming for any of them and bringing this up. Mm-mm. But you know, just saying. <laughs> and the last thing that I'm gonna say is this: in 2009, quote. Cyrus further stepped away from her Disney universe with a racy performance at the Teen Choice Awards. Cyrus started pole dancing while performing her song, Party in the USA. Yes. And her younger fans and their parents were not happy about the suggestive moves. End quote. Okay. The younger fans loved it. Yeah. And also, like, if you didn't, like, you were a big loser. Yeah. Massive massive loser yeah so now the question is where were we when miley was grinding on the pole at a party in the usa we were in mountain lakes new jersey (laughs) yes and who are we who is our iconic guest today jill gutowitz hi thank you for having me i'm already so triggered (laughs) you know i am i'm moved Mm. Elated that you were so brave to come forward and say that Hannah Montana was your girl. Thank you. I think it is brave because I think that people have a really like romantic view of the person they were in high school. And I don't. I was not a cool person. Yeah. In my and I don't want to lie about what I was like super into in 2009 or in high school in general. Well, what was your high school like? It was like okay, so like suburbia, mm. really small town. The entire town was like 2 square miles. Whoa. The school was like 500 people total okay. if even. Um and this it was like set in a wealthy town but the school itself was a dump like absolutely no money going into the school Mm. um kind of classic yeah some might say yeah um not a lot going on outside of like sports Mm. not a lot of room for the arts you didn't Uh, have like an arts program at your school we we did but there was a very very small drama program um i was like personally into art like art yeah you know like me yeah Right. I was art girl, and um, and not a lot, not a lot of funding there. Mm. Um, did, I don't, I don't think I learned that much in general. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, were you a good student? I was like a decent student. I think that I like did what I needed to do to get by. Like right. I was in honors classes, but I cheated a lot. I love that. I, I like it was like a game for me. I was like, That's... how did you cheat? What was your style? Like, would you sit next to someone that you knew was really smart or would you like literally no. like like cop the answers from the book and like bring it into class? Yeah, no, I there was like one time that I remember this sounds like a lie because it's so crazy, but I have like such a distinct memory of doing it that I like wrote bullet points on the bottom of my foot and wore flip flops into class <laughs> and like sat like this and read off the bottom of my foot. <laughs> Oh, like my it was like God. I'm not kidding. Like it was like a game for me. Like that's how my measure of like being smart was like. How do I just game. bring in the answers? I kind of feel kindred to that. Yeah, cool. I did not study 
I always no. cheated, but I was not as smart as you mm. where I was like, oh, I'll just sit next to the kid who I think is smart. But then especially like in math, mm-hmm. your teacher immediately realizes you're cheating because you're just like writing down the same exact steps as yeah. the person next to you. <laughs> and what I used to do is like <laughs> when they would write like their answer, I would just write the answer and like not show my work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. my teacher would be like, you have to yeah like i need to see how you got this here this just appeared yeah. yeah and i'd be like what it's like negative 247 yeah and they'd be like i knitted right. my head yeah they're like but how is this just like a paper with just answers i love no that. work yeah whatever yeah no um, i love cheating how did you it not smudge on your foot i did it in the bathroom right before okay yeah okay no i thought about that yeah, yeah. see in my mind i'm like whoa you yeah. woke up early put no, it on your no, foot. no. it would have smudged everywhere no it was like the period before like in between classes i like went into the bathroom and i wrote stuff on my foot what kind of pen did you use just ballpoint okay yeah damn yeah and the teacher didn't catch you did no. you ever get caught No, what's funny is I did have like a true scandal in college where I was accused of plagiarism and had to like sit in front of the college board and like beg for my life. But I I was going to ask if you ever plagiarized in high school. No, I don't think I plagiarized. It was more like, like there was another, probably the ballsiest thing I ever did was I had my, like I missed the test that day Mm. and a couple days later took my friend's test that she already had gotten graded back and like. We had to take – if we had to retake a test, we would take it, like, in the library on an off period, which is, like, weird. No, I think that – I think we would do that in yeah. my school, too. But so it was, like, pretty private. And yeah. so I just, like, fully brought her test in and I, like, copied all the answers right there and, like, nobody paid attention. But honestly, that's on the school. Yeah, no, that's their problem. Yeah, that's not your I agree. problem. Yeah. Like, don't put me in a place – like, don't put yeah. me in a candy store unsupervised and expect me not to eat it. Totally. Yeah. It's- I think I, I – I still maintain I'm being smart and doing that. 100%. Yeah. Did you grow up with the fear that, like, plagiarism was the same as murder? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, in fact, the school might prefer you to kill someone yeah. over plagiarize. No. I mean, when I was in college, it was, like, the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Where did you go to college? Ramapo College is a small school in New Jersey. Ramapo? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> <It> Ramapo. <wasn't>, no. <laughs> what did they think you plagiarized? I know that we're supposed to be talking about high school, but I got to know this ju- juicy store. I Please. had like, you know, like um, an MLA citation. You would yes. like put in parentheses next to like a quote. Do um, they still require those things? I have no idea. I hope not. It's torture. I'm putting a pin in that we need to circle back about bibliographies. Okay. Thank okay. you. Um, I basically just, like, put the wrong citation in there. Like, I mixed up a couple that I, like, had in my bibliography or whatever. And this man, like, didn't even ask me about it and just, like, sent me to the the plagiarism board or whatever. I don't know. That's And I was like, I, I just, oh, my God, sobbing. It was so scary. I thought I was going to get, like, expelled. And I was like... This is so crazy because I cheat all the time and I actually didn't this time. Right. <laughs> like, not this. Please, not this. Do you want to know something crazy? I've, I've spoken about it before on this podcast, I believe, or on past podcasts of mine. Mm-hmm. But when I was a freshman in college, I did my freshman year at University of Arizona. And I took, uh, like, a, I took a class on 
I, I, I think it was like a some sort of history and like race theory class. Mm-hmm. And my sister went to Penn. Mm-hmm. And I know that my sister took a lot of like race theory courses in her psychology major. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I asked Emily if she had like a paper on anything to do with literally anything at all that I needed to write this paper on. And she just like sent me a bunch of papers that she wrote. And I literally just like picked one, fully just changed the name on it and handed it in. Yeah. But all of the citations on the paper were from the pen library. And my dumb ass, I was just like, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just say that like I like used the pen library. Yeah. Fully got an A minus. That's amazing. And my sister was like, You had an A minus? She was like, I got a C plus on that paper. <laughs> that's on the school. It's that's on the school. Yeah. I mean, I also think that the teacher was probably like, because if I were a teacher, I would almost be like, you know what? Good for you for going out into the world and sourcing this completely random essay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, it's, it's, another, it's just another skill. It's like, it's not the skill that you're asking me to do for this paper, but I am like being really resourceful. And that's important. Yeah. Now, let's circle back to high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And let's briefly touch upon bibliographies. No. <laughs> Please. I was talking about this mm, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Do they exist anymore? I have no idea. We need to ask Daisy if Who's they Daisy? exist. She's our high school friend. Oh, cool. Randy Sklar's you guys have friends brother. In high <laughs> I mean, brother. Randy Sklar's brother. Randy, Randy Sklar's daughter. <laughs> um yeah, she's our best friend. Um, and That's like cool and normal. Yeah, it's very normal and healthy for, you know, women in their early 30s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not mid yet to be hanging out with teenagers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's normal. Um, it is. And encouraged. I do too. Yeah. And I honestly think it's weird if you're a grown woman and you don't have a teenage friend. I agree. So I am wondering, Yeah. do you think bibliographies still exist? I think they must. But like in what degree? Because remember when we had to do all that bullshit with like going into the library and like getting the fucking thing and then like looking up in the book and like making yeah. sure that you got like the and dates now there's the, internet. the copyright. It's like, I, I don't know. There must be something similar. The kids, we like... I'm sure, like, our parents were like, oh, my God, you'll never understand. We had to write all of our essays by hand or, like, use a fucking typewriter or some shit. Like, you guys have it so lucky with the computer. Yeah. I remember my mom and dad being, like, spell check. Like, <laughs> I remember my dad being like, you should not use spell check. That's crazy. Yeah, because my dad was like, you're fucking dumb yeah. and you can't spell. And yeah. he was right. <laughs> so Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm using spell check. <laughs> but I remember my dad being like, spell check is terrible for you that's funny and now i'm like what do people know nothing Nothing. yeah but i also have i have i will say i have so little interest in knowing what bibliographies are doing right now like i'm like i i I left that behind and i can't participate anymore but (laughs) like i left it behind the fur i forgot about that yeah but when i think about 
how much time I like that oh. was a whole other chunk because yeah. then you were like done with the paper and then you had to be like oh not the bibliography oh. not the I really just like let out a real exhale like I was like <laughs> it's like I actually like can't think about it too much or it's crazy how much how much of my life I just gone to bibliography I think that okay we were cheating yeah were we playing sports a little bit. I played tennis. Were you good? No, but I was. <laughs> I, At least you're honest. I was the lowest ranked on the team, um, all That's four good. years. Yeah. Um, but I had like a lot of team spirit, and I was the only, I would say, only senior by the time it was senior year that like had some 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 chutzpah. I and love so I that was word. a I was a captain, even though I was the worst on the team. Oh, but that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. What did you wear? Did you get to wear like a cute little tennis skirt? I did, yeah. That's yeah. fun. I miss it. I miss like being tennis skirt girl. And I still have some from high school, which is insane because they don't fit and I don't know why I have them. But I feel like there's a part of me that hopes that like like I can't I don't really I can't like wear dresses anymore. It's like not within my like gender spectrum. Like mm. I just can't do it. But I like I I want to wear a tennis skirt. To me, tennis skirts and dresses are not the same. I would agree. I think that like there's something very sporty and like sexy about a tennis skirt. Yeah. And I think that there's something less contrived about the uh, inherent femininity of a dress that doesn't exist in a tennis skirt. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think so. <laughs> Like, I I'm think with tennis, you all the way. I think tennis skirts can be like. I think tennis skirts can be very like. I'm an athlete. Like, oh yeah. I'm like athlete. Yeah. Person. And not even like I'm a girly athlete. No, it's that's like, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. I think dresses inherently yeah. are like. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. You know. Like I think that like I like Serena Williams like in a tennis skirt outfit like whatever like that's power. Yeah. You know. It's some might call it. It's her armor. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> you know. Yeah. Anyway. Think about that. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, were you in a relationship in high school? Mm, yeah. You were? One. With who? Uh, a boy named Was he great? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just regretted saying his the real whole name. The, and then... the whole theme. No, we'll bleep yeah. it. We'll bleep okay. it. <laughs> the whole, the whole um, theme of this podcast yeah. is like, were you good? No. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Were you popular? No. no. Yeah. Um, so you dated this person that we're going to call John. John. Um, how long did you date John for? I think it was only like six months, which is like what not year? my senior year. And he was a junior. And how did this romance start? I don't remember. <laughs> I've repressed so much. I'm like, I literally, because my school was so small, I really feel like we probably met at someone's house at a party yeah and we're like oh you're single and like available and like sure was, you know was he your first kiss no my first kiss was in eighth grade with some like truly some guy we were playing spin the bottle that's nice yeah was it a good first kiss no it was just <laughs> Was it tonguey or was it just? It like... was tonguey, and it was like ne other like neither of us knew how you know. Yeah, so it was literally like just tonguey. Yeah. yeah, that was like my first kiss too. Yeah, pretty bad. It's very like. Yeah, 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 
Yeah. Just like we, I think we like both knew that we wanted to do tongue. So we just kind of opened our mouths and like went for it. Do you feel that you had good makeouts in high school? No. Yeah. I want to start saying yes to something. No. Well, <laughs> this, this goes, I have a very strict policy on this show. All high school sex is bad. Mm, you're not having sex. good sex in high school. I'm sorry. If you think you're having good sex in high school, you're not. Like I didn't do it. You didn't have sex in no. high school. Yeah. Did you? It's a big regret of mine. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I think I like, even though I like wasn't religious or anything, I like held it to this standard that was, I think probably just me not knowing my sexuality yet. Yeah. And then, and I just in hindsight wish that I was like, fucking and like experimenting. It's overrated. Yeah. I also think that like when you're a teenager, you're so like the craziest thing is being the deadly combination of being so confident mm -hmm. and so insecure at the same time. Yeah. And like, I do think that having sex as someone that started having sex so young I'm kind of just like, I don't know, part of me kind of just like wishes that I wasn't so obsessed with fucking sex when yeah. I was young. Yes. Like I was so obsessed with it. I was obsessed with it too, but I wasn't doing it. Yeah, but that's like healthier. Mm. You know, because. I don't know. I mean, look, I don't regret the sex I was having in high school, but I do think that there is something, I think that, I think for both people, people if you're someone that was like having a lot of sex in high school or if you weren't it's the grass is always greener syndrome totally because then you i think about like some of these guys that i was having sex with and i was like Ew. yeah i'm like ew yeah like you had like pizza sauce all over your shirt horrifying you know yeah it's like gross mm. you smell yeah no, bad. I, I don't regret doing that no not doing that that yeah. penis inside of you <sighs> no no it come people coming and like 12 seconds not that that gets Holy any better shit. okay yeah, wow. um but yeah anyway i did have like sexual experiences they just were not like sex like you know fingering and stuff yeah like stuff in a hot tub you know what i mean like yeah. i still had like gross high school experiences elaborate but... mm. no <laughs> hot tubs are yeah. slutty yeah they are i don't like hot tubs no Infections. I like them for medicinal purposes. Yeah. Like if my back is sore and I know that I'm getting into a clean hot tub, but like mm -hmm. fucking in a hot tub, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. No. Fucking in water. Infection. Uh, immediate yeah. UTI. Immediate yeah. yeast infection. Yes. Immediate BV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like I get BV from sitting in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> we can't sit we can't, as women like can't or at anyone with a vagina don't sit in a tub don't sit in like still don't sit in water. stagnant water bacterial vagina vaginitis yeah is what bv is tevi Yes, you're welcome. And you can cure that with boric acid suppositories. Anyway. Yeah. So, back to high school. Yeah. Were you an only child? No, I have a younger sister. Were you guys in school at the same time? No, we just missed each other. That's nice. Yeah. Did you have a favorite teacher? Kind of, yeah. The English teacher, classic. Ugh, classic. Yeah. His name I was Leo, Mr. Leo. He sounds hot. I think he, he, there was something about him, but he was he was old. Did you have a teacher-student scandal at your high school? I don't think so. Oh, actually, mm, 
Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think there was, but it was like a few years later. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like in the high school. It right, was it like, like, wasn't yeah, happening yeah. in your time. Yeah. But it was happening yeah. later mm-hmm. in yeah. time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Did you have a best friend? Yeah, yeah. Totally. We're still friends. I love that. Yeah. Did you have, like, what was your clique like? I feel like, okay, so the thing is, like, I do think I was kind of part of, like, the cool girls. Okay. Yeah. See, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. It's only taking us 25 minutes. Yeah. But I was so, like, deeply uncool because of, like I said, my my interests in exclusively Hannah Montana. Um, well, you were interested in Hannah Montana and yeah. you were interested in art. Yeah. Which to me sounds pretty cool. I mean, does it? What was your style like? Bad, like, like North Face, wear? North Face Uggs. I mean, I literally was wearing a North Face and Uggs this morning. So okay, sorry, but <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, you're you're talking black North Face fleece. Yeah, I I'm still talking. Have it, yeah. I'm talking bright. I'm talking cone orange mm. North Face puffer. Is what I was. Wearing okay, this that's morning. cool though. Yeah, the North Face fleece. Yeah, that was monoculture. Yeah, it was. For teen girls and boys, for everyone, I would say. Yeah. In In the Northeast? Yes. Yeah. It still is. Yeah. I still think. Yeah. But, like, I remember girls, I thought the hottest girls, because I never wore it, were the ones in, like, hardtails or, like, Black leggings with the like chestnut tall Ugg. That's what I did. (sighs) And the fleece zip. Yeah. That was cute. That was that was me. I loved it. Yeah. What was the hairstyle? Straightened. Yeah. Just a hair straightener. I would have like thought you were really cute. I think I was like decent. Like I think I was cute, but just not like the person I wanted to be. Well, are any of us the people we want to be in high school? No. So, I mean, no. and if you are the person that you want to be in high school, I guess. What are you God, doing now? I guess God bless you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I don't believe in God, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> well, you were you did, were you drinking and doing drugs? A lot of drinking. Like it was what, really what small town. Um, beer, like really whatever, like anyone's older sibling could get us. Like Natty, Paps. Yeah. And also like Smirnoff watermelon was like a, that's like a a memory I have. Mm. Yeah. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okay. 
Okay, so you did just have to pause our podcast <laughs> to go and pee. I thought we wouldn't talk about that, but yes, I did. And yeah. that's and that as as you said when you yeah, came yeah. back into the room was very high school of you. It was. I think about this a lot that like I as as a person who is constantly peeing. Do you have a do you have like a small bladder? I think so, yeah. Just, Undiagnosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it happens. I'm just I BPN. You're a pee head. I think about this a lot that like for years of my life, the entire first, you know, 18 years of my life, or more even in college, I had to ask people if I could go to the bathroom. Oh, we all did. And that was normal to me. Also, it's so kind of um embarrassing to like be in class and to be like, yeah. Hey, everyone here yeah. in this room, all 30-ish or whatever. I do remember, like, I think when there would always be, like, someone, like, in middle school or something that was like, I need to take a shit. Oh, you know? my God. It's like, <sighs> that's crazy. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like as a girl, if you were like, I have to go to the bathroom, there was, like, this, like, does she have her period? Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why, I don't know why. We, but, like, we were, like, really thinking about those things is the thing. Is that, like, if I, if somebody now <laughs> in my 30s is, like, I'm going to the bathroom, I'm not, like, oh, my God, did they have their period? No, but also, like. <laughs> Are they going to poop? The con- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do think, like, when people are gone for a long time, like, they're taking a poo. Yeah. But it's not but, something you think about the rest of the day. In high no. school, it would be like, I remember this for the rest of my life. Yeah, it would be like, remember that like, time Jill that got up yeah. in class and like, definitely took <laughs> and a fucking shit. pooped. Yeah. 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 She was either bleeding out of her <laughs> vagina oh my God. or like, or no, not vagina. So bleeding out of her pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank or you for using shit. the right term. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. It's not called vagina. No. <laughs> yeah. Not in high school. Not in high school. Yeah. Um, in, it is weird though. The concept of someone telling you no. Yeah. You could just be rejected. You can be like, I have to go to the bathroom. And they're just like, no. Well, I remember like teachers being like, class is going to be done in four minutes. Like, Mm -hmm. can you wait? Yeah. That's fine. Like four minutes. Sure. You know what I mean? I do remember teachers being like. Is it an emergency? But did- that's fucked up. That's so <laughs> fucked up. Do you remember, like, during tests, teachers would be like, "No, ba- like you can't get up and go to the yes. bathroom." I think that I have like a lot of anxiety left over in reserve from stuff like that. Like, I remember taking like I don't know if it was like necessarily the SATs or like there was like ones you had to take in high school that were I don't know. Was it was it the um, SAT twos? Like, maybe. Do, did you ever take those, like, random tests that were just... Yes, I, um, I took that, yeah. They were just, like, subject testing? Right. And there was, like, also stuff that was, like, I think, like, for r- literally research for, yes. like, New Jersey schools yes, or yes, something, yes. whatever. They were called... N something. Oh, my God. N- yeah. S. I know. <laughs> I know yeah. those tests. It's Yeah, it's to, like, see how your school yeah. is, like, performing yeah. compared to... Right. Other schools in your district or in your state. Yeah. No, I, I like I feel like I have trauma from that, actually. I mean, standardized test taking is very traumatic. And I think it's a good thing that it's changed. Yeah. Now, like SATs are optional. They are. Yeah. OK. OK. So I didn't know this like about bibliographies. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what I mean, I'm sure bibliographies exist. exist to some degree, right. but now I'm sure you can, like, go online and go to, like, 
fucking mybibliography.com or something and just like there's got to be an algorithm all of your shit. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah it, i'm sure it's something now mm-hmm. that doesn't stress kids out like i remember yeah. getting grades knocked off of my if my bibliography was like yes wrong or sent to the board yeah for cheating for cheating even if it's just the wrong anyway it was stre- i mean high school is stressful yes it is stressful because we also yeah it's like you're yeah. you gotta ask permission to go to the bathroom everything is like a constant state of discomfort yes. let alone like emotional discomfort did you like f- physically in high school were you like a developed person no yeah, yeah. okay here i go again with no, my I mean, nose um i think no. it's, i think it might have been easier yeah i had huge boobs in high school oh, really? and that was hell wow yeah i can, I can imagine awful yeah no i like i i can imagine how that was like basically just like constant humiliation from boys and like i I don't know because it's like no one can handle boobs at that age people still can't handle boobs now no like when i was in london i was doing this really dumb bit where i would like bend down in front of an audience member and be like are you looking at my fucking huge tits <laughs> and they get so un- <laughs> and me, no. saying, me yeah. saying they get so uncomfortable it's me literally harassing yeah. Yeah, them yeah, yeah. um but like <laughs> <laughs> so weird how they get uncomfortable it's so when I harass crazy them. how no yeah. one can handle tits yeah. anymore yeah they're being shoved no one can say face. tits anymore <laughs> but like in high school your body is so weird yeah I remember, like, having pubic hair in high school. Let's get into this. Well, I just didn't like that. No. And I... It was disturbing. What? I didn't like it. It was disturbing. When it came in, it was disturbing. I was like... Nobody talks about it. And also, it to me, it felt like I had no hair. And then one day I looked down and I had, like, three... Yes. Like, one inch long hairs. Yes. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm actually like remembering an absolutely like harrowing high school story as we're talking about this. What is it? That I remember because nobody's talking to each other really when no. it's happening because it's too humiliating. Yeah. It's even like a year after you get pubes, it's okay to talk about it. When they're coming in, no. We're not talking about that. No. And so I remember like basically having pubes for like a year. And then some the first time that somebody ever told me, another like girl that I was friends with, it was the first time that anyone had ever mentioned to me that people shave their pubes. And I didn't know. And so I looked at her like completely dumbstruck and it was just like so clear as day, like right away. She was like, You don't shave your pubes. Jill doesn't shave her pubes yet. And I was like, I didn't know we were doing that. Oh and my it was God. horrible. And I literally went home that night and I was like, How to shave pubes? Okay. Also, thank God (laughs) I managed to never, like, cut my vagina shaving my pubes. And there were horror (laughs) stories about that. Like, were there? I just remember hearing some shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I just... Awful. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. I'm gonna... I'm going to need to relax after this. I'm like, so much is coming up for me. I will say, I remember there being a girl when I first got pubes. I remember being a girl that, like, in the locker room had, like, 
very developed pubes. Like mm. her pubes looked like adult pubes. Adult pubes, yeah. Like looked like like mom my pubes. mom pubes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our only point of reference is my mom's Literally. pubes. And like I remember being like, what's wrong with me? Like yeah. I have these like just a patch thin yeah. little like wispy pubes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you know it, it was normal to get rid of them all of high school, I yeah. guess. I would, like, get waxed when I was, like. Really? Yes. I was, like, get waxed when I was, like. Because I remember my mom, like, when we go to the beach, my mom would be, like, why do you have razor? Like, you need oh, to wax. No. You don't have, like, razor burn. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do that, like, you know, because it was, it was sloppy. Yeah. No, my, I, I mean, I had that, too. And I was, like, very scared for my mom to see it because I knew that she would be like, why are you shaving your vagina? Well, because then it's also, like, linked to promiscuity. Yeah, it's like, oh, so what are you doing? But, yeah, like, who yeah. is that for? Yeah. And it's like, actually, it's because my friends are me. shaming me. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I've already been publicly humiliated yeah. about this, and I'm 14. I actually don't want to be <laughs> shaving my labia with yeah. my Venus. Yeah, like, do you think I want to do this, Mom? No. Yeah. Do you know? Do you remember, like, when your mom would, like, still have to, like, come into the pediatrician with you, but you were, like, at an age where, like, that was not appropriate? Awful. And I just remember – I remember doing that, and I remember my pediatrician, like, looking down my pants <gasps> and being, like, if you're going to shave, like, you need to use, like, shaving cream or, like, whatever. And my I just remember my mom's, like, face draining, and I was just, like – I would simply Your never go back. Your pediatrician told you you had to use shaving cream? She was, like, as a doctor trying to, like, tell me how to take care of the, like, clear razor she burn needs problem to be I was having. I know. She needs to be disbarred. Hopefully she's not with us anymore. Hopefully she's not practicing <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh what I Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's traumatic. That's, like, giving me, like, that's making I know. me feel really uh, yeah. sick. I'm holding a lot of tension in my body right oh now. Oh, my God. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, no more pubes. No more pubes. Maybe we come back to pubes. If we want. Yeah. Or not. Oh, my God. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. We're in the school guidance counselor's office. Oh, wow. This is a smooth transition. Okay, cool. In this section of the pod, I'm your high school guidance counselor. And wow. this is actually good because now we get to rectify a wrongdoing of your high school past. Mm. You can use this time to say fuck you to someone. Okay. You can use this time to apologize to someone. You can also use this time to do both. Wow. This is a moment where we heal the trauma. Okay. And then after we talk about it this one time, you never think about it again. Because that's how therapy and trauma work. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I want to get stuff off my chest. Go for it. I think I'll do both. Okay. I think the first one I'll say, because it's short, let's get it out of the way. I do need to heal from this. Um, I definitely bullied a gay kid. Okay. And I am gay. Yes. And and I feel bad about that to this day. I just remember calling him gay in like a bad way, and mm. I made him cry. Have you reached out no. and apologized? No, because I did think about it like a few years ago when it like kind of came up for me. Mm. And a friend of mine was like, you need to reach out. You need to, like, message him on Facebook or whatever. And I was just thinking about, like, as a gay person who was also called gay a lot in high school, even though I wasn't out. Really? Who was yeah. calling you gay? Like, even, like, just, like, my closest friends. They were like, oh, you're gay? It was just, like, very, like, of the culture in the 2000s to be, totally. like, 
dyke i don't know oh yeah wow but so i was just thinking like if somebody who used to like call me a dyke pretty like openly and host hostilely um were to like message me on facebook and be like Mm, I'm really sorry about that. I think I would be like, get fucked. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to talk about that. This yeah, is for you, I you was, know? I was going to say, I think that at the end of the day, you reaching out to the person, it would be for you, yeah. which kind of flips the apology on its head. Because, yeah. like, you, what you're trying to get out of it is him being like, it's all good, don't yeah. worry. And I'm like, I'm not... That even if he were to say that, it's like I'm not absolved. Like I, I bullied a gay kid and I was gay. Do you think like, I'm you a classic him because he was out and or was he out? He was at the time like not out, but like very like transparent, like very openly like flamboyantly gay, which okay. was literally huge for the town that I grew up in yeah. because nobody was like that. So I think that like there was something in me that even though I didn't like know know about myself yet that I was like I saw him being like different and not really like caring right and I was like probably like jealous why, yeah why do you do that right like, why do you why get, you to, get to live in your yeah, yeah. authentic self yeah and I don't just like a truly like terrible child's behavior yeah yeah so that well, sucks you know look. I'm I'm sure he's thriving now. I think he is. I think he's been on Broadway. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Okay. So, so he doing got his a okay. Yeah. I can't believe your friends would call you the D word. Yeah, it was just like very of the culture. Like even just like, I don't know. Those pants make you look like a dyke. Like whatever. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I guess in my high school, I just think of boys using the f word yeah all the time yeah that was huge i don't remember many people using the d word i think that like honestly a lot of the people that i was hanging out with probably were experiencing their own <laughs> internal panic about things there was a lot of like don't stare at my boobs while we're wearing bathing suits like truly like ripped quotes from mean girls like everything was so homophobic mm. that it was like if you were even like caught being close to someone of the same sex it was like dyke i don't know it was so hostile all the time do you think that like the heightened homophobia was just a uh expression of people's immense insecurity with their own sexuality i do i also think it was like a huge reflection of like the culture in general totally you know like because i think that like I probably thought that that was, like, okay and even, like, encouraged because all the, like, movies I was watching, yeah, I mean, whatever. every were... single – the punchline of every single joke in The Hangover is the F word. Yeah. Or you're gay. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. <sighs> I was, like, very upset. I mean, this is, like, literally my entire book is about this, so it's, like, exhausting to even, like, bring it up again. But I was so obsessed with Lindsay Lohan and Samantha Ronson. Oh, Yeah. To the point where it was like I could tell that if I really like showed my friends how obsessed I was that they would just immediately be like, you're fucking gay, dude. Yeah. You know, so I had to keep that to myself. 
I Purple. would masturbate to Shane from the L Word. Wow. See, do you know, I didn't even know what the L Word was. Oh, really? That's how, like, steeped in homophobia, like, the town of homophobia I was. I loved that show. Yeah. I, I mean, still, now I've seen every episode. I mean, it. I did a rewatch over COVID. Yeah. Holds up. It really does. And it's also, I mean, it does and it doesn't, right? It's like, crazy. It's crazy. The way the show ends is cuckoo. Cuckoo bananas. It's literally, like... The first three seasons are literally amazing. Yes. Have never been replicated. Couldn't be. And a time capsule. And then it goes off the rails. Insane. Yeah. Off the rails. Yeah. Um, now, who do you want to say fuck you to? I think my high school boyfriend that okay. I only dated for six months. Um, John. Yeah. John. And it was because when we... we okay. He cheated on me. <gasps> which, like, again, we were barely doing sexy things right um i was not into it obviously and cheating i mean i think like the rumor was that he like made out with somebody very briefly at a party and i found out and i was just like i've been cheated on you know the whole drama and i like broke up with him and it was this huge thing and i was like crying in the hallways passing him just being like i can't even look at you um even though like did I even feel anything? Like, I think I probably felt betrayed, but I really did not have emotions towards this man. I think that the drama with high school cheating as someone that was on that was accused of cheating on their high school boyfriend. Wow. I think the drama is mostly and actually I think it's beyond the beyond high school. I think the drama with cheating at large mm-hmm. is the humiliation. I think People feel like their ego yeah. is under attack. Like I'm not good enough. Like right, yeah. and it's like, oh my god! Like now, all these people are going to think that like it that there's something wrong with me. Yeah, I'm girl who gets cheated on. Right. Yeah. Right. Damaged goods. Totally. It's like a disrespect. I mean, that is cheating. It's disrespectful. But yeah. like, yeah, totally. And so much of your worth when you're a senior in high school is wrapped up in like, I have a boyfriend now. Like whatever. Anyway, he cheated on me. We broke up, and then. Like, a month later was, like, my senior prom and I didn't have a date. Mm. And I was just, like, weighing the options of, like, what's more humiliating. And he was still trying to get back together. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take you back and you're going to be my prom date because otherwise I'm going to be, like, literally the only person here who doesn't have a prom date. In hindsight, I wouldn't have gone to prom. This is, like, so crazy. And I looked insane at prom. What did you um, buy? I always ask at the end of that podcast what you wear, but now I just know what you wore now. I wore a rainbow-colored dress. <laughs> like, like, it's horrifying. It was Will like... you send us a picture? Yes. I, it's probably up on my phone right now because I was looking through this morning just being like, oh, God, oh, God. It was like, um, maybe like, I guess I would say like a cream base color with like splashes of rainbow all over Where'd it. Where'd you get floor it? Length. I don't remember. Like Probably like Macy's. Yeah. I went yeah. to like every store in the mall and tried shit on and like cried. Um, I looked crazy and my hair was like very like went to like a makeup bar oh, in New yeah. Jersey like it was cr- I looked crazy and I was so <laughs> uncomfortable that was like yeah I anyway. am kind of obsessed with like the clown drag <laughs> was, that like I was teenage drag. girls yeah. like get into it was drag it's really wild yeah we like that culture wasn't a thing at my high school really wait where did you grow up again i grew up in dc okay so east coast like same kind of drag 
Yeah, but like there's something about true like Jersey suburbia, mm, yeah. like the fake tans. Yeah. I mean, there was that at my high school for yeah. sure. But my like, thing is like I wouldn't get a fake tan because I was really scared of tanning beds and everyone was obsessed with tanning beds. I back was scared then. of tanning beds too. It's because of that movie. Final Destination. Oh yeah, three, is it? And no, you know what fucked me up? Yeah. Um, I still know what you did last summer. What happens in that one? I think I think they lock Brandy, not Brand. They lock someone in a tanning bed. It's I'll I'll find. Yeah. I'll pull up the clip. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. No tanning beds were like like ripe for horror movies. Still in are. Two thousand nine. Yeah. But um, now people are using tanning beds in horror in movies as like time machines. <laughs> It's dark. I know. Fuck. Um, I the only reason I brought that up is because I was like my I got my face like you know makeup tanned yeah. a little bit, but it it doesn't match. No. So so your face is like orange a little bit. Yeah. 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 So then what happened when you went to prom? So we went to prom, and the big thing in New Jersey was like you go down the shore after prom. And, like, literally the point of it is, like, to get drunk and fuck. Yeah. And if you haven't been fucking up until that point, it's, like, you're gonna fuck. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to fuck. Yeah. Um, And we all went to, like, this, like, my, this, I forget his name. Some guy's house in Long Beach Island. There were, like, 30 people <laughs> and, like, tons of rooms. And all of the rooms had, like, bunk beds and it was like a long 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 night where people were kind of disappearing and coming back yeah. and out on the beach and whatever and then it was like when it was like our turn to like go do that I remember just like us making out and I was just like very right away was just like I can't do I can't do this like you cheated on me a month ago I have absolutely no feelings for you I don't want to do this and he kind of like threw a tantrum not in like a way where he continue to pressure me or anything but like in a really like reverted to childhood like st like stomping and crying and left the room being like upset and I was like okay I really just made the right decision right there yeah and and then I think he like made out with somebody else that night and then we like never talked again we like we didn't sit together on the bus ride home I like never saw him again but like that behavior so unsexy. Yeah. You know what makes me not want to fuck you? Yeah. You throwing a tantrum. Literally like curling your fists and being like, mm. <laughs> Meaning I want to have yeah. sex. I thought we were going to have sex tonight. And Ew. it's like, mm. You're and, just, that, yeah. and that guy had to go to college a virgin. No, because you know what? <laughs> this what? is the realty. This is like, why am I sharing this at all? But Whatever. he was a junior and I was a senior. Oh, and I remember. So, yeah, that's right. He had time. And I remember the next year he, I, I, I don't know why I heard this because our school was truly like three people who all talked that he lost his virginity on prom night the next year. It was like he got what he wanted. But did he? You know what I mean? No. He didn't. Because <laughs> like he wanted to be the junior that had sex with the senior. Yeah. And, and he didn't. And he so he didn't. had to be like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a, and he, wherever he is, we know. Yeah. We know what you did. You know what's funny is that people always used to be like for years, like after I dated him, people were always like, 
he's gay. I just know it. He's gay. And I would be like, yeah, he probably is gay. And he for sure wasn't. And I was. <laughs> Everyone was like, you know why you didn't want to fuck him? Because he was gay. gay. And I was like, that was it. <laughs> yeah, you're like 100%. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Chevy, do we have a classmates corner today? We sure do. Um, so this is from Spencer. He says, hi, Greta and Jill. I love the pod. Greta, I absolutely love your singing intros. I want to thank someone from high school who was incredibly nice to me when he was a senior and I was a freshman. My older sister and I went to high school together and she had a lot of guy friends. Most of them didn't pay attention to me or joked around and made fun of me a bit, except this one guy, Alex. Alex used to drive me to and from parties during high school and even after he graduated. He would go out of his way to be nice to me one year he even gave me a birthday present. He was even one of the only boys who publicly supported gay kids despite him, his best friend, and everyone in my sister's circle being devoutly homophobic Christians. I was a dick to him, though, feeling like I was supposed to be annoying because he was friends with my older sister. I never thanked him for the gift he gave me. I never got into Pearl Jam like he kept pressing, and I wasn't nice to him after all the rides he gave me. I was a little gay kid and didn't know how to act when someone was genuinely kind to me. So thank you, Alex, and sorry for not saying it before. Stay cool, never change. Spencer. Oh, Wow. That was sweet. That's really sweet. And topical. See, people can change. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, Spencer, we receive that. We do. And we hope that wherever Alex is, yeah. he finds this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We are we're calling in Alex's name right yeah. now. Alex, yeah. Alex, listen to this podcast. <laughs> wow. Spencer has a message for you. Spencer. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for listening. That's such a nice note. It's really sweet and honestly sweeter than anything I've said on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe sweeter than anything mm, I've thought yeah. in my life. <laughs> um, I'm really reflecting right now, not to make it about me, but yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Thank you, Spencer. You know, we have nothing else to say. No, just thank, thank you. you. And We're you learning. are proof that people can grow, people can change, people can reflect. And people can be unafraid to say they fucked up. Yeah. We're learning. We're learning. And growing. And growing. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Wow. This is, this, is, this is a little contentious because I know that in practice this would not have worked out for me, but I do wish that I, like, made out with a girl in high school. Mm. I do wish I, like was like, you know what, you should be like a little bit more okay with it mm. and and have that experience. Were there other girls that you went to high school with that have since come out as queer or not that I or... like knew or were friends with? Mm. Like there's I there's been like a couple people who I like know who they are. Right. Who have like since come out as like bi or but whatever. They weren't in your circle. No, no one like truly meaningful where I was like, oh, that makes so much sense because we were so close and like, you know, like we understood each other. Right. Yeah. Did you have a crush? You know how like in movies it's always like, I should have known I was gay because I was actually in love with my best girlfriend. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that like, I think that if truly anyone had given me permission to like go there in my mind I probably would have mm. but because I was so 
in fear all the time. I think that I like didn't even let myself like, like, could I have developed a crush on a friend? Probably. There were like definitely certain girls that I was like really close with that like in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Like I've always had like really, really close female relationships um, and have truly never been close to a man in my life. Um, But it wasn't really like, crush like where i was like lusting after her and like thinking about her you know what i mean yeah Yeah. so it's like i didn't have any of that well i mean sometimes you you just like you also like that's you're not even humoring that yeah so yeah but i hear about like people who did do that and kind of had like a flirty sexy thing and i do think that like i probably would have like been like attacked (laughs) so that's why i'm like in practice it wouldn't have worked out for me I would have, like, probably had to, like, leave this, like, very Catholic-leaning school and, like, you know, whatever. But that's my, like, little that's your thing fantasy you in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Well, I support that. Thank you. <laughs> we are... <laughs> I'm not going to shame you for that desire. Mm, yeah. Not thank today. You. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since, I, since we already covered what you wore to prom, what was your go-to high school snack? Oh, wow. That's such a good question. Um, Thank you. I ask the hard-hitting questions oh, on yeah, this podcast. Yeah. That's such a good question. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know when actors I, are like, I really just wish that people would ask me like, ask her more questions <laughs> in interviews. So I'm the actor asking. It turns out actors also can only ask the hard-hitting questions. That's true. Well, I think the reason that it, it is so hard-hitting for me is that it's something that's making me jog my memory mm. and not in a traumatic way. Oh, that's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I'm like, this is the first time I haven't been clenching my fist and been yeah. like, bring up what? Yeah. Um, Like Lunchables. Pubes? Yeah. <laughs> Pubes <laughs> and the times that I was humiliated publicly. Literally. Um, I love Lunchables. Lunchables, the pizza one, I really <gasps> fucked hard with her. We talked about pizza Lunchables yeah. on this podcast with Jamie Loftus. Did we talk about that with Jamie Loftus? I forget who we talked about it with. Anyway, I, I miss that flavor palette. It's never been done. It's it's so specific. I remember it so well. What do you remember? The the sauce has like a sweetness yes. and a darkness. Yes. You know. Yes. <laughs> a rich it's a rich sibling to ragu. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yes. The dough. Let's talk about that. The, the dough crust. Has, yeah, yeah. It has like that one I feel like Flavor-wise, don't remember as much. Texture-wise, the slight puff. Yeah, the slight the puff. slight puff, slight staleness. Density. Mm, yeah. Cardboard. Yes. In a nice way. Yeah. And then let's talk the cheese. Let's talk about the cheese because <laughs> the cheese was delicious. It was salty. Rubber. <laughs> rubber. Salt rubber. And the craziest thing, the craziest, what makes Lunchables so wild mm. <laughs> is they're like, they're like, okay, we have a chokehold on these kids yes. with our cracker sandwiches, mm-hmm. which are delicious. Yeah. Like Ritz, perfectly cut square of ham or turkey yeah. to fit on the cracker and then piece of little square cheese. Yeah. And then they were like, but, you know, kids are so desperate mm-hmm. and they love pizza so much yes. that we can trick them all. Into thinking this is amazing. Yeah. And it worked. And it worked. Because you eat it freezing fucking cold. Yes. Yeah. And you make like three kind of disgusting freezing cold mini pizzas. (laughs) That's actually an important point to bring up because it's not pizza. No. You know what I mean? Like it's pizza is put in an oven and it's warm. Yeah. And it's like gooey cheesy. Yeah. 
this is rubber. No, they cold <laughs> it's on like, sugar on a pad. <laughs> it's like a fucked up caprese sandwich. <laughs> if you it's really a, think it's about deconstructed. it, it's like. But it's so manipulative. <laughs> like I just the people that work in like craft, whoever owns Lunchables, I don't know. Like they are kind of the evil geniuses sinister yeah you to invent pizza lunchables something is so broken inside of you (laughs) there is a darkness that we can't can't even touch they whoever that person is hates children yeah yeah and is like these little fucking loogies yeah are so stupid yeah I'm going to serve them a lunch and I'm going to laugh mm-hmm. every time I know a kid eats one of these botched, yes. cold, yeah. heartless, <laughs> soulless, soulless patties, discs of yeah, discs. hell. <laughs> oh, this is like really resonating for me. It's yeah. like, oh, and the Capri Sun. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Also, Would it like, come with a dessert? I think, wouldn't it come with like a little like M&M pack or something? I don't I don't think so. I think Let's it was see. savory only. Let's see. I, and you know what? That's another thing where they're like, we're not going to give them the pizza Lunchables doesn't come with dessert. Well, because I feel like there was like the prepackaged sweets were also like so, there were so many to choose from. Like Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Were basically like a Lunchable in dessert form. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> afraid lunchables has a box called pizza and treatsa okay oh my god it is a box that comes with a traditional pizza lunchable and then your treatsa is the same demonic disc (laughs) with chocolate frosting and mini m&ms you can put on top oh my god I want that right now. <laughs> well, you can get it on Instacart. Wait, they're still three, alive? For three. Yes, they're still alive. Wow. Oh my god. It's it's oh my god. Now they make deep dish ones. And they boast 13 <laughs> grams of protein. Like uh, these people are so fucked up. No, they need to like stop innovating. The food scientists that work at these places, like, enough is enough. Uh, cut the crap. Yeah. Give my kid ciabatta. Yeah. Ciabatta. 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 I also... (laughs) Ciabatta. Okay? I think also if I ate that as like a 31-year-old adult, like I would feel it for days. Oh, yeah. I mean... It's not that much food, but there is... Like we said, there's a darkness. Yeah. It's... And it would linger. It's just... It doesn't... It's like how I feel about Easy Mac. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to eat Easy Mac now, I... But it would probably wreck me. Yeah. And it would be like, this is your man's. This is what Yeah, this is what I'm choosing to eat. Loved. Yeah. Crazy. No. Um, wow, that was a beautiful conversation we just had. Yeah. Moving. Um, wow. I have to know, now that we're at the end of the pod, um, did you have a senior superlative? I actually did. This is one of my, was one of my great pride and joys because I felt like I was such a husk of a person in high school that like to be seen collectively mm. by my peers it's like, like that. It's like winning a SAG award. It, it, it's, it's exactly like that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was class clown. 
were you funny this whole time? You're yeah. like you're you're making jokes. Yeah, calling people gay. Yeah, <laughs> people really liked that. Okay, yeah. like, <laughs> those jokes hit. Is what you're we like, weren't talking about. Yeah, I called everyone in my class gay. Yeah, and everyone was like, "She's awesome. <laughs> She's so fucking class." She's clown. like one of us. That's yeah. so funny. Were you like cracking jokes in class? Yeah, I think that like I was very, I was like kind of unruly in a way because I was very hyperactive. I think I, because I had so much that I was like hiding, mm. I was like acting out in small ways. I was also like very scared of my parents. So I wasn't like acting out in like true ways. Right. But more like messing with teachers, getting detentions, like not like not meaningful detentions, just kind of like, like I remember I like, I think this was eighth grade, so it doesn't really count as high school, but I like got a little fake poop you know you could buy those oh, like yeah pr- crank poops yeah and i like <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just still gets me it's going so good um i would like i like harass her with it i don't even know what else to say like i i put just, it like, outside it her door yeah i would like I got in trouble like pretty badly one time because I would like I, it was like the kind of thing where I knew that she thought it was like kind of funny, but it was like Jill like would reprimand me in this way that was like not serious. So I kept doing it to, until she got actually mad when I kind of like tossed it lightly at her. And she was like, you cannot throw a poop at me like you know, like this is I think that's so funny. I think it's really funny. If I were her, I would have gotten my own fake poop and tormented you with it. That's and so, then we yeah. could have like been fake poop enemies. Exactly. See, I've always had like a really elevated sense of humor. Yeah, and I think that's elevated. And I was seen for that. I mean, you were. You, some might say you were a prop comic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Physical comedy. Yeah. When I landed in London, uh, the guy, one of like the border police, sure asked me asked to check my bag mm. and he was like what am i gonna he was like what are you doing here and i was like i'm here performing he was like what are you what do you mean you're here performing i was like i'm doing comedy at this i'm performing comedy at soho theater yeah and he was like okay he's like so what am i gonna find when i open your bag and i was like a bunch of rubber chickens <laughs> And he really thought it was the funniest thing he'd Fuck ever heard. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, thank God. I was like, this is either gonna go like he's either gonna like yeah. find a way to arrest me yeah. for just being a little shit yeah, or yeah, like yeah. think it was funny. And let's just say I killed it at yeah. Heathrow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's like being a little shit really does like get you places. It can. With like the masses. Yeah. In Hollywood, no. You have to be a little bit smarter. In but with like someone's dad, huge, huge. Yeah. That's how you win everyone over. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we don't make the rules. No, we just buy the fake poops. I just buy, buy and <laughs> distribute the poops. Yeah, we just buy poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, where can my little classmates like read your book? Something oh. I also need to do that I was very see honesty. I was very honest, and I said I haven't read your book yet. I think that's okay. And you were very honest and you said, I haven't listened to this podcast ever. uh, Yeah, I think that's, well, unless you feel differently, but I think that's okay. I don't expect everyone that I come in contact with to be like, I sat down and read a book for you because that's a big ask. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect anyone to do fucking anything anymore. No. <laughs> like, I I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I believed that anyone could do anything. But right. now I'm just like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, why would you? So now when people do do stuff. Yeah. Do do. <laughs> <laughs> like, when people say they're going to 
come to a show, for example, and just show up. Yeah. I'm like, Huge. oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, you're such an amazing, I'm like, you're such an amazing person. Yeah. And it's like, and, and it's intimate even. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, I am going to listen to this podcast after because now I have an attachment to it. There you go. Yeah. Um, you can listen to Friends. But you can, if you want, you can find my book anywhere you buy books. I see it. I see it at every bookstore I walk into. Really? Wow. I see it at McNally Jackson That's all awesome. the time. I see it at my bookstore on Larchmont Skylight. No, nope. oh, the I go other to. One. Uh, it's I. I literally go there once a week, and I don't even know the name of it. So it's at the C. I also, it's escaping me. Hold um, on, hold on, <laughs> Larchmont Village. <laughs> no, no, <Yeah. laughs> has never promoted anything. Um, why is this not? No. What, yeah, you need Tevi being like, say the name of your book. <laughs> I um, do need to know what this is called, though, because it's hurting me. Chev- Chev- Chevaliers. Chevaliers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my book is called Girls Can Kiss Now. You can get it anywhere that you buy books. I would say if you can get it from an indie bookstore, that's probably the best um, for the world. Beautiful cover. Energetic. Even if you never read it, Thank you. buy it. It looks nice. It it is pretty. It's, it's like kind of like cute purple, to display in your home. Pinky. Yeah. It's a book that you can have in your house. That's that true. will make you look smarter. What? Yes. I don't know about that. <laughs> yes, because people will say who wrote that, and you get to say a lesbian. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if they know nothing else, just that it's a lesbian book, it could sound like pretty. No, they could say, yeah. I actually bought this book from a small independent bookshop and it's written by a lesbian. a lesbian. Yeah. That actually does sound like really smart. Exactly. Um, so yeah, put it in your home if you want to. Way be smarter smart. than being like, I bought this book off of Amazon and it's written by a 50-year-old <laughs> guy. Yeah. No, that sounds terrible. I would never Awful. Yeah. Embarrassing. I'm yeah. never buying that book. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. Not Looks to like you're throw not getting a... my business. <laughs> Throwing a fellow author under the bus like that. Wow. No, I love I love Mr. King. No, me too. I would love to have I... him on this podcast. Oh, no, Shout out insane. to Stephen King. I mean, I'd be obsessed. Yeah. I mean, he never would. Talk about a t- talk about a high school movie. Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> talk about a new movie that I just saw a trailer for yesterday, The Boogeyman. Ooh. Looks fucking terrifying. The hits keep coming. Don't stop. Yeah. Um, Jill, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you for having me. I had a fabulous time chatting with you. Oh my god, me too. Thank you for letting me go to the bathroom. Of course. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> that that gave honestly that like Gave me power. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and and I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's nice to power trip sometimes. Yeah. Because I could have said no. You could have. And then I probably would have had a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, we really want this to be a visceral mm. kind of, th- it's kind of interactive theater. That actually would have been insane if you said no and then we never stopped rolling at all and you just got to watch what happened to both of our faces in that moment. That oh would have been real. I And you know what? We're going to have you back for that. No. (laughs) Um, Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. Um, Please keep listening to my podcast. Please tell your friends to listen to my podcast. Please 
get the phones of people and just subscribe them to this podcast, <laughs> you know, and yeah, then yeah. make sure it, it like auto downloads or something because I need y'all. I need y'all. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you so much. I love you. Stay cool. Never change. Until next week. Ta-ta. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>